It's time, D-Heads! Disney Blue presents The Diz Radio Show. Every week, Diz Radio lets you relive the magic, movies, and memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic entertainment, newest hits, retrospects, and breaking news on Hollywood's latest. So put on those ears, strap on the proton packs, beware of Lost Boys, jump on a hoverboard, and flip that dial to the Disney Sunday movie. The Diz Radio Show is on the air. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Diz Radio fans, you tuned in for a magical installment here at Diz Radio. And after a very long hiatus, we are back. We had to take some time off for our family, take care of a lot of different things. But Diz Radio is back in action, and it is the week of December 1st, 2023, show number 247. And of course, that means the kickoff of our annual Very Merry Christmas celebration. That's right, here at Diz Radio, we are having Christmas all month long here at December with a lot of fun things from tunes, guests, movies, magic, you name it. There's a lot of things on the horizon, and you may have noticed a lot of different things going on here at Diz Radio. All new logos, brand new website, and so many other things. So there is a lot of stuff on the horizon that we'll tackle later here in the show. But let's get to the excitement. That's right, here at Diz Radio, to kick off our very Merry Christmas celebration, we figured what is the best way to have that segue from Halloween to Christmas. So we have none other than Larry Bagby stopping back with us here at the show. Larry, longtime friend here at Diz Radio. You know him as Ice from Hocus Pocus. He's also been in Walk the Line, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's a singer, songwriter so many different things. He's going to be stopping in and talking about what it was like on the convention circuit for Hocus Pocus this year, as well as his great Christmas music that he has created that you can find all over the internet, his newest songs that he has produced, and his upcoming movie projects, because you're going to be able to see him in a variety of different places, and what's going on for his Christmas season, because there's a lot of things going on in terms of Christmas for all of us here this season. And of course, with Diz Radio returning, No show would be complete without the D-Team. That is right. We have Aaron, Dominic, Frank, Jeremy. They are all back here this week with signature segments, having that fun and bringing your lifetime of memories from movies, entertainment, magic, and more to you all show long. So I'm going to stop my rambling here first because you're going to get more of me later here at the show. But I do want to kick it off and say thank all of you D-Heads for hanging in there with us. You've been sending us messages. You've been saying you want the show back, and we are back. We are here. We're back in action. We are ready to go. And there is an all-new Diz Radio in town. So get ready for the Diz Radio show, show number 247, for the week of December 1st, 2023. And you know what? Let's make this studio loud. Let's make it fun because you know what? All of you are our family, and it wouldn't be Christmas without making it loud, fun, energetic, and magical, just for all of you D-heads.
I'm dreaming of a Smoky Mountain Christmas. Dolly's come home to the Smokies to work her special musical magic. Dolly Parton, Lee Majors, John Ritter, in a modern-day fairy tale, A Smoky Mountain Christmas, a USA special presentation, Tuesday night at 9. are filled with doubt it's time to leave the doubt behind and find out what life's about i believe in a wondrous place he calls the imagination i believe in his childhood world of hope and celebration i believe in the miracle of love because Yes, I believe in Santa Claus. Believe in Santa Claus. It's no easy feat on a city street to touch a weary heart. But in my heart, the dream begins, and the miracle will start. Everybody and welcome back to Diz Radio. We are back on the airwaves and it couldn't have come at a better time now that it is Christmas season. And as all of you know, we love to celebrate the Christmas season here at Diz Radio. And with that comes a lot of the Christmas specials, movies, television shows, the Christmas music, etc. I'm here giving you another Diz Radio quote of the week from the movie Elf. Now it's hard to believe, but we are celebrating 20 years of its release. It was released back in 2003. Now, the plot of the movie is on Christmas Eve, a baby living in an orphanage crawls into Santa Claus's sack and is unwittingly taken back to the North Pole. When the infant is discovered at the workshop, the elves name him Buddy after his diaper's brand label. Now, Buddy is accepted by the elf community and grows up believing he is an elf, but learns that he is a human upon reaching adulthood. Now, Papa Elf tells Buddy that he was born to Walter Hobbs and Susan Wells, and that Susan put him up for adoption prior to her death. Walter now works for a book publisher in the Empire State Building in New York City, unaware of Buddy's existence. 
Now, Santa reveals that Walter is on the naughty list due to his selfishness, but suggests Buddy could help him redeem himself with some Christmas spirit. Now, here is a quote from Buddy over to his brother. Wow, you're fast. I'm glad I caught up with you. I waited five hours for you. Why is your coat so big? So good news, I saw a dog today. Have you seen a dog? You probably have. How was school? Was it fun? Did you get a lot of homework? Huh? Do you have any friends? Do you have a best friend? Does he have a big coat too? Well, that's all the time I have for this week's Diz Radio Quote of the Week. As the month goes on, we will continue to celebrate Christmas, and we all hope that you do too. But until next week, have a magical day. Don't get your tinsel in a tangle, D-heads. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That's why you are listening to Diz Radio's annual Very Merry Christmas Celebration. Now, you listen to me. Even if we're horribly mangled, there'll be no sad faces on Christmas. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Uh, holiday hoobie whatty. All right, all of you D-heads out there, we are back to the Diz Radio Show. I hope you enjoyed the kickoff for our annual Very Merry Christmas celebration. And yes, it feels great to be back. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. You can hear it everywhere. I am excited to be back here at Diz Radio. And you may have noticed on our website, you may have noticed on the apps and everywhere else, Yes, we have a refreshed look, a refreshed logo, a refreshed direction for Diz Radio, but is still from your lifetime of memories, Hollywood movies, films, celebrity guests, and more. Nothing there has changed, complete with the D-team. Yes, we have Aaron, Frank, Dominic, and Jeremy all here this week, and more D-team to return next week and more. So it is a fun time here. I am excited to be back. It is a blast to have Diz Radio back after our hiatus. And I thank all of you D-heads out there. You are the reason we are back once again. So here we are. The Very Merry Christmas Celebration. It is show number 247. Yes, the week of December 1st, 2023. It is here and ready to go. And we have Larry Bagby. Yes, Ice from Hocus Pocus. Good friend here at Diz Radio. Been on the show many times over the years. Great friend to us here. It's going to stop in, do a little recap of Halloween. And of course, what's going on for Christmas for him, his family, his great renditions of Silent Night and other great music that he's written and his upcoming projects. So much stuff on the horizon with Larry that I'm excited to have him stopping in here at the show here during the holiday season. So before I jump into anything I feel like rambling about with all of you D-heads here, I do want to give you a few different ways you can stay connected. And first and foremost, as I already mentioned, go to our brand new, freshly redesigned website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find everything you need from our podcast archives, connect up with the D-team, and so much more. It is right there. You can also find all the links to our social media on that homepage as well. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, you name it, you can find us. And you can also subscribe anywhere that podcasts are available. You can find us on iTunes, you name it, everywhere. No longer Stitcher, since Stitcher went went bye-bye. So, But you can find us everywhere else. And all these links are on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. So, D-Heads, we are back. I'm excited to be back. It is Christmas time. I'm not going to delve too much into a lot of different things going on. But what can I say? 
I am excited to be back and all the emails from you D-heads have been fantastic. For the last couple of months, all of you have just kept emailing and writing to us, sending me messages, Snapchats. I mean, you guys have just been going nuts with asking us about the show, what's going on in the future, what's going to happen in 2024. Well, we are back in action. We have a lot of fun things on the horizon, but it's Christmas. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Christmas. I am excited for the holiday season. So many great things here. So, you know, I just got to say, what is your favorite Christmas thing to do? I mean, one, some of my, my favorite things to do is at Christmas, of course, you got the decorating cookies. You got to go look at the Christmas lights, you know, Santa, Elf on the Shelf. You know, the elves are always going and hiding and, and you know, a variety of different things. And you can find it in our archives way back when, in 2014, when Shonda Bell, um, the person who wrote Elf on the Shelf was a guest here at the show. You can find that in our archives as well. Um, you know, so all those little fun traditions. But I also like to introduce my kids to all those holiday specials that are kind of lost and forgotten. Um, something like, you know, Dolly Parton in Smoky Mountain Christmas. Fantastic, fun, fun movie. Made for TV movie. It was great. Danny Cooksey was on that. You know, he was a guest here at the show as well. Um, you know, and also there's also Dolly, the variety show. It only lasted two seasons, but there is a Christmas special from the 80s where you even had the iconic Burl Ives playing his version of a Santa. Yes, Burl Ives in the 80s. It was a great appearance by him in that. Um, where, where it was, It's just one of those where you hear his voice and it feels like Christmas. Um, but there's a lot of these specials that I love to show my kids. There's also the greatest Christmas pageant ever, right? That one was that one is just as good. Look these up. These are great. Uh, John Denver and the Muppets, A Christmas Together. Everybody knows the LP, the record, the songs. And But let's not forget the actual Christmas special with John Denver and the Muppets. And if you're lucky enough to have an original LP or the first pressing of the CD, you actually get those two additional tracks that have been stricken from all the other versions that are out now as well. So these are great holiday specials. These are these little gems, these ones that are lost. And let's not forget Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Now, many of you have seen Emmett Otter. You've seen the Jug Band Christmas. You've seen the version where it says special introduction by Kermit, right? We've had that one as well. But did you know HBO had an extended cut version that is the only version that people knew? For a long time, I have that version that I transferred over to Blu-ray myself. But that one has actually where Kermit is in the beginning. Throughout the entire Emmett Otter, he narrates as a voiceover, as segues to all the different scenes. And he also closes out Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas as well. So Kermit is throughout the entire piece. And it is one that you want to find. And this is the version. People go, oh, the new one is edited. Uh, the new one is, is, is cut wrong. And actually, the real version is the version without Kermit at all. Uh, that is the very original version that aired on TV. The very next year, HBO became the sole provider of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas for many years. It was the only place you could watch it every season was on HBO. Yes, if you paid that premium price for cable back in the 80s. And they did an extended cut. And that extended cut aired on TV once and HBO picked up that extended cut and that just became the norm. And that is the version that I love. I love that extended cut. Another place where Kermit was, uh, you know, uh, Kermit was kind of cut from it and recut. Oh, you know what? I'm going to leave that one. 
Actually, I think Aaron might be answering that one in I Want to Know later on in the show. I think that was actually a question by one of you D-heads out there. So I'm going to let Aaron handle that one. I'm not going to delve too deep into that. But there's a lot of these great Christmas gems. Uh, The Christmas that almost wasn't. um, The night they saved Christmas. Um, There's a lot of these fun ones. So I'm asking you D-heads out there, I want your Christmas list. The, the rare Christmas movies that people forgot about. I either want you to drop us an email, go to our website at dizradio.com, that's D-I-Z radio.com, and drop us an email and let us know, or feel free to drop us a message and let us know because we want you to call in to the Diz Radio line and you can actually hear yourself here at the show with your memories. We want your Christmas memories. I'm leaving it at that. I'm keeping it really simple here this week just because I, I, I felt good to be back. It feels good to be here chatting with all of you D-heads, doing something different. It just feels good. It just, you feel warm inside. You just, it's the one time of the year, as Bill Murray puts it in Scrooge, it's the one time of the year when we are the person that we always hoped we could be. You know, so it's one of those feelings that we just want to last, last forever and just continue on. So, D-Heads, with that, I am leaving it here. So there's a lot of D-Team coming up. We have Frank, Aaron, Dominic, Jeremy all stopping in here at the show. Signature segments are back here at Diz Radio, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm just, I'm not going to ramble too much more. I'm going to release the reins here, have a little bit of fun. We have Larry Bagby stopping in here later at the show, right? Larry, I'm going to leave you with a brand new track of his for Christmas called No Gifts Required. This is brand new. Hasn't debuted anywhere else. This is the first time anybody is hearing it. A brand new track by Larry Bagby. Ice from Hocus Pocus. Walk the Line. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So many numerous roles I can't even name. He's going to be stopping in here late to show, but he says it best of all. This holiday season, remember, there is no gifts required. Just your presence being with me. It's great to be back, all of you D-heads. So let's press on here with the Diz Radio Show, and I'll be back later rambling away. Christmas comes and goes Another year wrapped up in gifts Keeping up with the Joneses show And through the years I've grown Tree and some lights without a family It's not a home
just your presence here. I can't believe rugby would do something that stupid. What if he got caught outside and was frozen forever? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. A stuffed tiger learns there's more to life than being a star. Muppets creator Jim Henson and Kermit the Frog introduce a new special, The Christmas Toy, today at 5 on CFDS. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads. It's been a long time. Welcome back to another installment of I Want to Know. So glad to be back and answering your questions again. Since it's that time of year, I've dusted off Santa's mail sack to kick off our big return. So let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Rita Schmansky of Minnesota and she writes, Diz Radio, I read on your site a while back that White Christmas was not written for the movie. Was it not Bing? Many people think that White Christmas, the movie, was where the song White Christmas originated. It's a valid assumption. However, Bing Crosby first sang White Christmas in the movie Holiday Inn from 1942. Great movie. Just watched it again the other day on Amazon Prime Video. Irving Berlin wrote 12 songs specifically for this movie, the best known being White Christmas. The first public appearance of the song was by Bing Crosby on his NBC radio show The Craft Music Hall on Christmas Day, 1941 only a few weeks after the attack on Pearl Harbor. It was recorded in 18 minutes and released in July as part of the Holiday Inn soundtrack. It was over 10 years later that the song was used in the movie White Christmas, which was released in 1954. Another great movie, another one that I also recently watched on Netflix. Most of y'all know this movie, you know, the movie where Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny, oh, oops, that, that's another movie, sorry. Well, our next question this week is Melissa Eldridge of Alabama, and she writes, Aaron of Diz Radio, I'm at a loss for the Christmas toy. I swear as a kid, it had an intro and exit with Kermit. The DVD does not have it with him, and Amazon says special appearance by Kermit, but it's only in the beginning. Am I losing it? The Toy Story aired on ABC on December 6th, 1986. In this one-hour special, Christmas Eve is celebrated at the Jones house, where the toys in the playroom magically come to life when people are not around. Following an introduction by Kermit the Frog, who provides a glimpse into the Jones' household as the family makes holiday preparations, the toys talk about the meaning of Christmas and how they'll prepare to welcome the new toys that will be given to the Jones kids, Jamie and Jesse, for Christmas. Rugby Tiger, who was Jamie's Christmas present the previous year, remembers that special day and decides to find a way into a gift box under the tree again this year. But the other toys are worried that he will become frozen once he leaves the playroom, and they devise a plan to rescue him. If this storyline sounds a little familiar, it should. I think everyone recognizes that storyline from Toy Story, which was released nine years later in 1995. The special also spawned the 1994 spin-off series, The Secret Life of Toys. 
Now, this Christmas special originally introduced by Kermit the Frog and had Kermit joining the closing song was released on VHS format in 1993. In 2008, the special was released on DVD but edited out Kermit's opening introduction and closing scene due to legal issues with Disney. When it was released on Amazon Prime, Kermit's scenes were reinstated. The Christmas toy is available to watch an Amazon Prime video, which has Kermit doing the intro and joining the final song. I've already bookmarked this one for later. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Send all your questions and comments to Santa's Virtual Mailbag at Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads, and happy holidays. Listen up, D-Heads. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. But don't worry. We got you covered at Diz Radio. Now, back to the show. Hello, I'm Dominic, and for several years I've had trip planning and Disney Plus segments here on Diz Radio. Now I'm back with a new segment covering the history of the current attractions in Walt Disney World. I'm going to start the Magic Kingdom, pick a land, and discuss different attractions each week from what I believe to be the worst to the best that that land has to offer. When last we left you, we were in Tomorrowland, and we listed the attractions at the time as the following. The Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, the Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor, Space Mountain, the Tomorrowland Speedway, the TTA People Mover, and Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. We should be in the finals by now, the last remaining attraction to cover. The number one winner, if you will. But in the time between the last Diz Radio episode and now, Disney managed to finish Tron. That's how long we've been gone. To recap where the others fell, in last place was the Astro Orbiter, number six was the Tomorrowland Speedway, the Carousel of Progress came in in number five. That's unbelievable. The final four began with the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin, the bronze medal went to the Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor. No, I'm serious, that really happened. Second place went to the TTA People Mover. It's great. It really is. It's just great. So here we are with the first place finish with an asterisk since there's now a sister coaster just on the other side of it. And that, of course, is Space Mountain. Not that I knew this as a youngster, but Walt Disney World's version is the OG. It wasn't a Florida version of something that California or another park had to offer. And that is something that even Tron can't say. As we do every week, here is some truncated history. Space Mountain was born February 25th, 1949 in Memphis, Tennessee. Known to most as Ric Flair and to fewer as the Black Scorpion. This 16 to 21 time world champion of wrestling, depending on who you ask. Oh wait, Wikipedia must have redirected me. Here we go. Of the six Disneyland style parks, five of them have a Space Mountain. The Disney World version is the first, allegedly as a futuristic version of Disneyland's Matterhorn bobsled, opening in the year of this narrator, 1975. 
outside. The show building is technically outside of the park as it's on the outside of the Walt Disney World Railway. That's why the queue dips under the tracks. It has been sponsored in the past by RCA and FedEx. FedEx had dropped their sponsorship after losing three tourists. Sponsorship changes have brought various interior design and musical changes. Currently, the music features a soundtrack by the composer of The Incredibles. I did appreciate the now defunct update of the lengthy standby queue that brought in video games, but unfortunately, that is no more. Eventually, you get to the ride, or should I say, rides. Space Mountain contains two mirrored arrow development steel roller coasters. It has 30 trains, two cars each, and can fit a maximum of six people per train. It's ancient. At almost 50 years old, it doesn't go upside down. It is super slow at 27 miles per hour which is less than half the speed of test track but none of that matters because it's the simplest tricks to hide all of that darkness take your typical boardwalk pier coaster make the surroundings so dark you can't see the next turn or drop and somehow you've created one of the best ride experiences of all time almost 50 years in and it's still a rope drop worthy run to avoid the crowds the darkness is so iconic that when the lights are on for some reason it's a youtube event when I think of all the creative Imagineering flexes like Horizons or 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which are no longer with us, this one-trick pony of Space Mountain, where the creativity really begins and ends with a light switch, is still such a showstopper you can't help but be impressed. There are newer, there are faster versions of the roller coaster in the dark trope. The rock and roller coaster starring a three-decade-old version of Aerosmith comes to mind. But Space Mountain, a name that doesn't even make sense, captures the imagination. I can stare at the exterior of the show building all day and it makes me feel hopeful for the retro future that school children of my generation were told was possible. My kids were told that my dad mortgaged their future as a coked-up yuppie whose late-stage capitalistic patriarchy will eventually kill the planet with microplastics and CO2. So where would Tron fit into this? I don't know. It took them 200 years to construct it from plans they already had. And I, who would take two trips every 18 months or so, which is a lot if you live in the Northeast, haven't been to the park since 2019. Honestly, the changes in experience and the changes in price has made Disney World a place I don't really want to go back to right now. It's always been expensive, but go back to early versions on this segment and I'd always talk about how Disney World was expensive, but a great value for that money. Lately, I think it's just expensive. For the price of Genie Plus, for our family on one of our typical trips, I was able to get a year for the family at Busch Gardens in Colonial Williamsburg. When all-star movies cost as much as Boardwalk used to, there really is a problem. So when will I ride Tron? I don't know, maybe in 2025 when I reverse what was a seven-day Disney trip and a two-day Universal trip for maybe four days at Universal and Epic Universe and a day or two to catch up with what I missed at Disney. It's not personal, it's only business, and that works both ways. Since I'm the customer, I have the final say of when the price gouging has reached my breaking point. But enough of that. Tune in next week when we head to a new land and rank a review rides and talk about some history of the attractions. I do have an official Diz Radio email Apparently, I haven't checked it in years. Now that we're back, I'll check it again, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi or some questions or suggestions. It's Dominic at DizRadio.com, and that's spelled D-O-M-E-N-I-C. I'm also on YouTube by searching WDW Plan Tunes. If you are really into 90s syndicated professional wrestling, check out the Saturday Morning Superstars podcast. I'm on there as well. So, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And so, Merry Christmas, Joyeux Noël, Melekelikimaka, Feliz Navidad, Ibuon Natal. From our house of fun and laughter to yours, happy holidays. Here we are. 
warm and cozy by the fire's glow. Singing songs and stealing kisses under the mistletoe. We've finished our feast. Have the tastiest treats. But the spirit of Christmas just isn't complete without true friends and family and the memories we Special underneath the tree. Oh. We hope it fits you perfectly. I'm making a wish on a sparkling light, but that's not what makes this so magical now. It's our true friends and family, and the memories we recall that we recall. share our Christmas spirit with you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Lights, camera, action! It's time for this week's Diz Radio Show special guest. All right, all of you D-heads, we are back once again. It is time for the holidays to kick off. You know, everyone's out there. The snow is falling, depending on where you're living. You're getting ready to sing those Christmas carols. And we just wrapped up Halloween. And we all love Halloween here. So, of course, what better person to, you know, break that segue? And we're not talking about Jack Skellington, but we're talking about Larry Bagby. Ice from Hocus Pocus, segue into Christmas, and a lot of other things. Musicians, songwriter, and of course, Hocus Pocus, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So there's a little bit of that good and the evil in them. So welcome back once again to the show. Thank you very much. I played my own uh, intro music for this one. <laughs> how, you, how you doing? I always like to have a little music behind the, uh, the intro, you know. Uh, but I guess you oh, can yeah. fix that in post, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is our pleasure having you back on. I mean, you are one of our longstanding guests here at the show. Always, you know, everyone loves hearing from you. Um, you know, you're that person we always we always invite back because you have so many fun things to talk about and, and whatnot. And I guess, uh, you know, Halloween just wrapped up. So before we jump into all the fun stuff, all the new things going on, uh, you know, now that Hocus Pocus seems to have exploded everywhere. And as a, you and I were just talking about off air, you know, you you popped on Diz Radio back in 2011, 2012 before Hocus Pocus really exploded. But now it's off the charts with everybody just, you know, Hocus Pocus crazy. Um, what was it like now that you're hitting up the, you know, the, the convention circuits and the reception and you did the anniversary special not too many years ago and things like that oh wow it's been it's been a whirlwind and um, i can't believe it's been that many years since we first started talking um <laughs> it, the time just goes by you know uh, of course there's a whole covid um, period where, where we missed two or three years uh, right away but um yeah it's been fun you know it, 
the, there's so much joy when you're out there meeting the fans and hearing their stories and how they're connected to the movie. And, um, I mean, we've had some really amazing people, uh, come up and, and, and share like, you know, their deepest, uh, feelings and thoughts and what, and why this movie has meant so much to them. And, um, what is the most crazy fan guest, um, person that, that has just been over the top and came up to you at the conventions last year, like any outrageous tattoos or that over the top fan where you're just like, wow. Well, um, I'll tell you, uh, I'm going to start off by, by saying there's been a few. Um, I'll give you a couple <laughs> highlights that, that come to mind. Um, there was, uh, a guy that, that came with, um, with a, sh- uh, a razor, uh, and a beard shaver and he, uh, wanted me to sign and take a picture and then asked if I would shave ice into the side of his beard. <laughs> and so I, uh, I attempted it and I, uh, I, I had, uh, I had it recorded, so I might have to post that now that you mention it. Um, I did a pretty good job. I'm no, uh, you know, I'm no expert when it comes to barber shopping. Uh, I'm not a barber. Okay. I only play one on TV, but, um, that was pretty funny. And then, uh, and then we had a, a, a kind of an unusual, um, girl and, and her, uh, I think fiance or husband, um, very nice. I wanted, uh, to smash pumpkins with, uh, with me and Tobias. So, you know, it wasn't the season yet, but they went to Lowe's and picked up some big squash and, and then brought it to the parking lot and, uh, and we smashed some squash with them and it was quite a bit of fun. I hadn't done it since the movie. So, uh, that was pretty cool. And then I, I, I gotta give you a third one. This is the craziest over the top thing that's happened for me in my life. Um, that was because of the movie Hocus Pocus and, uh, and that's my fiance, uh, who, um, I'll be marrying next year and we have, have had an amazing time and I'm, I'm so grateful because it's been, you know, this movie 30 years later. I, uh, I happened to, uh, see a, uh, post from this beautiful woman, um, named Veronique and, uh, and it was uh, somebody posted about us, the bullies, and uh, she liked it or loved it, and then mentioned and commented, um, "I had a crush on Ice when I was a kid," and I was like, "Hmm." So I added her as a friend, or I requested her, and she added me, and and then we just kind of started talking, um, you know, slipped into her DMs, and and then next thing we know, we were FaceTiming, and then we got together last year right after Christmas and before the new year and we brought in 2023 together and um and now we're engaged and we've kind of created this beautiful little family she's got three kids of her own and I have none and um we're just making it work as a family and it's it's amazing so that's the best fan story and she's not just a fan but now she's the woman of uh you know, my soulmate and, and the woman of my dreams. So, well, you know, and that's the kind of thing where all these years later, you know, that was the fate that was just meant to happen. You know, that is the, uh, you know, opening up that, that spell book, you know, right. That is the ultimate magic spell. You found your fiance. And it's, uh, really what comes to mind is when we were there in, 
Los Angeles. I took her to all these places when that's where we, we met up. I, I was living in Utah, but you know, I grew up in, in, uh, California in Thousand Oaks, California and, and just wanted to show her like, you know, my, like my old house that I grew up in and where I went to high school and elementary school and, and, you know, and for her to meet some of my, my best friends that are still there in California and some family that's out there. And it was, uh, we went to, uh, I showed her where I went for the audition for, um, for Hocus Pocus. And it was, uh, over at Walt Disney, uh, in Burbank and kind of just on the border there of Glendale and Burbank. And I took a picture with her in front of the, uh, you know, the sign is the, and I, and I, I thought, you know, when you wish upon a star, that, that truly is kind of what happened, man. She couldn't have been further away. Like she's all the way across the East Coast uh, near Detroit up there in Canada, but she's from Montreal, Quebec. So like we couldn't be further across the world, but I mean, we could be, but, but also across borders and, you know, but, you know, love it when it, when it's right and when it's the right time and everything it comes together and believe me i've been waiting for this for uh it'll be 50 years uh i'll be 50 years old come march so i i it took me about half my life if i if i live to 100 to figure this out <laughs> you know though that's what makes it worth it i mean i like i said you, you know you're not far off from me you know so i'm 48 or gonna be 48 so it's like i get it and now you got you know three kids too that are you know it's it that is gonna bring a whole new generation of just fun memories and you know your future is gonna just flourish with all kinds of stuff i'm happy for you thanks man and i i know you've always been a family man and uh like i i, I love that quote that uh, i don't know if it's still at the bottom of those emails just about what Walt Disney said, like families first. Um, uh, and we know that that's the most important thing. And that's really what, you know, what legacy we leave and, and how we influence other people in our lives, especially our family and friends. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that is still always my signature. It's been my signature since day one that, uh, you know, all those years ago that you and I were talking, it's never neglect family for business. That is, it's a quote to live by. Now, you know, shifting from Hocus Pocus, Halloween's over, you know, let's, that's the fun part. And, you know, we, we've had you on the show so many times because we love talking Hocus Pocus. But, you know, it's Christmas, and I love Christmas just as much as I love Halloween. And, you know, you had your rendition of Silent Night, you know, songwriter, all kinds of stuff, I guess. When it comes to Christmas, you know, what sparked you to want to do some Christmas tunes, you know, because you have some great, beautiful Christmas tunes that you, you know, people can see the videos on YouTube and whatnot. And uh, I guess, uh, what is it? What does the season mean to you? And what are some of those must go to movies that you got to watch or TV specials? <laughs> you know, uh, there's so many elements to it. Um, obviously, the the most important element of Christmas is, you know, the purpose of uh, why we're even here on this earth. And the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and it's, uh, the celebration of his birth, um, which without that birth, uh, we would not be and we would not be able to return to be with our loved ones again after death. So that, that's the biggest gift. And, and, and Christmas is really about, it, it is about giving and not just presents, but giving of your time and giving of, uh, of your talents and, um, and, you know, that's what we're all here for. So I love the coziness. I love the, of course, the traditions of Santa and the Rudolph and Frosty and 
then all the fun stuff with the Charlie Brown Christmas and uh love the lights. Lights are amazing, the trees and uh, and just the way you know the the town decorates and there there is a cheer. I know it's not always uh, holidays can be tough. I've been there too where it can be very lonely and uh that leads me kind of to uh, what you had asked about with, as far as Christmas music and and why that song uh or hymn Silent Night is so special to me. Um I mean it, it the whole thing is about Jesus and and uh and how he was born and and the power of 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 his um existence and uh the uh the thing I love is this when I was on a mission for my church, I went on a two year mission um to Argentina when I was twenty years old. From like twenty to twenty two I served for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. And uh, uh, many people know us uh, uh, as the Mormons, right? The guys on the on the bikes riding the the bikes and knocking doors. I did that for two years of my life, and it was a very challenging time. But one of the best experiences I had in my life. It really gave me a huge toolbox and kind of made me a man. You know, early I, I was responsible and uh, lear- learned responsibility and how to be on on my own for for a while. Uh, and learned another language on top of it. I speak fluent Spanish because of uh, the mission I served in Argentina. And, um, anyway, while I was out there, the, fir- the first couple months were so hard. I had gone from coming off a of hocus pocus and everything was, you know, my world was amazing. I had money and, and success and, and I, my agents were surprised that I was, I was leaving for two years and when I was kind of at my peak at that point in my career. But I knew I had to do it, and um, I, I knew it was in my heart that I, that was important. So I, I went, but it was so hard. I'm sitting in, you know, in a deserted kind of out in the desert of Argentina, dirt roads and, you know, cement floors and uh, cold and hot, depending on the season. And I had my first Christmas alone, and, and uh, I was very – disturbed I, I i felt very alone and like i've been abandoned and maybe this wasn't the right thing for me to be on a mission maybe i wasn't prepared and i had nothing to offer i couldn't speak the language yet of course but i i just knelt in prayer and um and uh and then silent night just came to me and so i i just started kind of singing the song and i was and i recorded a a, a tape from my parents. That's how we communicated back and forth on little audio tapes. And as I was singing, I just, uh, everything changed. I, I knew that I was going to be okay and that, you know, I wasn't there for me. I was there to serve the people, but that God knew who I was and, and he, he was there. And I just felt this, this overwhelming spirit that, that just filled my, my soul, my, my whole body from my, from my head to my toes and it was just so warm and I just knew okay like he's real and this is real and now it's time to get get to work and I and I managed to to do my duty there and came back with a lot of stories and a lot of you know my testimony definitely grew watching the people find God and uh, change their lives for the better Oh, definitely. You know, and those are the kind of moments where, like you said, it shifted everything and made you who you are today, too. And it guides you morally, ethically, just 
gives you that calm and that peace. And, you know, it, you, you did a beautiful rendition, uh, you know, just even a couple of years ago and of Silent Night. And it was just, it was gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's one of those where it's always calming and it, it, it just sets that mood for Christmas, whether you are celebrating it as a Christian or anything. It's just, it's amazing how many people's lives that touch and they don't even realize it's touching their lives. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. And that's the that's the whole spirit of Christmas too, right? The being able to give and not expect back, but give because your heart tells you to. Um, I, 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 you know, I've I've been blessed with uh, a little family of my own now, uh, and I'm learning how to be a dad on top of <laughs> trying to learn to be a better fiance and husband. I'm really able to face myself in ways that I haven't in a long time so it's beautiful and uh my little my little boy Gigi uh he's four almost five and we we he goes on and he likes to watch YouTube all these fun you know videos and also he likes Paw Patrol and Cocomelon and you know Mario Brothers all the ones that, that the kids love Despicable Me of course um and we came in one morning he, he gets up real early and just uh, turns the TV on and, you know, make, like, finds himself some food. And, you know, often very much earlier than we even got sometimes. Um, but he was sitting by himself. Somehow he found my Silent Night video on YouTube. And we walked in and he was emotional. Like, we'd never seen this kind of reaction. I, you know, I, of course, hadn't. And Barrow said, this is different than normal and he he thought he was like larry sad because like you know i get emotional in the music video but i'm not sad i'm just joyful with the tears come the same right and uh and he it's like he couldn't you know he tried to watch the video and he'd have to go and he'd like, just wait one one minute i gotta go and he'd go in his room and just like kind of cry you know and we're like it's okay buddy i think he was just surprised he was experience this feeling of belonging and you know i think you know, obviously that spirit of jesus christ is touching us early on in our child you know childhood and we we don't forget those moments you know so it, he's finally able to watch it in in a more cheerful way but i think he was just confused a little too while i was crying and he, but he couldn't stop watching it all at the same time it's one of the cutest <laughs> things I, I, i've ever seen you know Oh, definitely. You know, well, and and with that too, like you said, it's now you're becoming a father, you know, you try it, dad, a, a part of this whole new family dynamic, I guess. How exciting is it? Probably scary at the same, but how exciting is it now to, you know, sit down and make those Christmas cookies and all those, the littlest moments of just somebody falling asleep on your lap makes all the world, doesn't it? Oh man. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, I like this feeling. Now all the other in between times when they're awake, uh, <laughs> that can be, that can be a little different. As long as you can keep them wrangled, you know, um, keep, uh, the, the thing is you're right. Like I, and I'm experiencing all this for the first time. We were able to experience it through the holidays with Halloween or they love Halloween and I'll have to send you a few pictures and videos of how epic her Halloween setup is. I mean, she, she had the 12 foot skeleton. Which I tried to keep up for Christmas, and it was a mistake. It was a 
broke a couple days ago. It fell, and I had Christmas lights, and I had bought the little Santa hat for it and stuff, you know, at dollar store. <laughs> that seat cover thing. But but anyway, the, but the experiences of, like, putting up, you know, the Halloween decorations for the kids and then making the, the cookies, and I tried to build the Kit Kat, Kit Kat house, and that, that went south. I, I don't think I'll do that again. But um, all the all the stuff now with Christmas, this will be my first Christmas with the kids and um, and Vero, and, and, and it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm uh, I'll, I'll be flying back there um, next week. Um, I've been here for Thanksgiving, and uh, my mom it was my mom and dad's 54th anniversary, or it would have been. Um, so I came back, spent some time with the family here, but I'm, I've missed them so much. It's, it's weird that I've never felt this other side of it where, you know, you think you'll be fine, you know, we've been in kind of a long distance relationship, but, uh, it's always hard and it gets harder every time you leave when it's for a little period of time. That's love though, I guess. And that's when you feel you belong. Definitely. Well, you know, and with that too, with traveling and having to be away and things like that, you know, you've had a lot of new things on the horizon as well. I guess, you know, what you've been up to, you know, I guess any, any new projects, TV, movies, music, I guess, what, what do you got going on? Yeah. You mentioned, you reminded me with the, what you said on, with the question, what do you have on the horizon? Well, I actually have, um, I, I booked a nice role, supporting role in Kevin Costner's new Western films. Uh, called Horizon, and uh, the the there's four films total, and he's releasing the first and second one this summer in June and July. So it'll be two part, but it'll be in the theaters, like big theatrical release. And um, and it's a pre Civil War is where it begins. So it's got flavors of Dances with Wolves, which he acted and wrote and directed and and won Academy Awards for and stuff. And he really hasn't done that much directing and writing, um, a few major things, you know, but like, I think the postman and uh, a couple other things, but this is his big, I think Opus, like his project that he's put all of his own money into. I think he lost his wife and uh Yellowstone over it. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, things happen, that, but he definitely is putting everything into this and, I was on the film for um for uh, about six six, eight weeks. Um and we shot up all up in Moab, Utah, and you might not even recognize me. I mean you will if you know me, but I have a huge like beard that they built on me. Like I am like, you know, top of mine, like <laughs> look like ZZ Top basically. Um or walking Phoenix after uh walked on. Um it's it's going to be really fun. I, I'm excited to, to see how this turns out. That, that's the most major film. And then um, I had the opportunity to work on a bunch of other projects that are still like some independent films. One one in particular I'm very excited about called Band on the Run. At least that's the working title. I'm not sure if that'll be the, the actual title in the end. But I play a father uh, with MS, and my son... Uh, gets an opportunity to go to South by Southwest with his band. And, you know, this takes place in Detroit back in the late 90s when, like, Jack White and all that stuff was happening. And uh, he has to go. He goes on a road trip and brings his dad with him because his mom leaves the dad and dad needs to be cared for. So they take their dad on this trip to Austin and 
and the and the father and the son bond and kind of come to terms and it's a really great uh project and uh I, I feel very lucky to have been a part of it i i even was able to to put one of my my new songs that i'll send to you and you can play um it's never really been heard yet so uh we haven't released it officially but um it's called breakdown breakthrough and um i have a little scene in the movie where i play and start that song and then you'll hear the recorded version as we kind of drive away in the van but uh yeah that's pretty exciting it's been it's been a really uh exciting year uh even even though i broke my foot at, at easter uh i'm still working on that but uh, other than that everything has been just uh pretty amazing i would say well, you know, and it's one of those things, too, where, you know, things have come full circle for you. I mean, everything from, you know, the new projects, movies, things like that, new music coming out, family, uh, Hocus Pocus blowing up with all the tra- all the conventions and trade shows and appearances. It's just, you know, y- your time has come. You know, it's one of those where you've always been there. You- you've always, you know, tried and true, but it- it's like it's Larry's time to shine now and everything is just coming full circle and it's like... Now is your time to to wear the crown. Oh man, thank you. I you know I still feel so unworthy in so many ways. <laughs> as a as a, you know, as, especially learning how to to uh, to father and and be a good husband and and be you know and then keep the balance with work and and then my my family uh, as far as my immediate family with my mother and. Um, siblings and and being kind of far apart and everything which is there's a lot of challenges that come with that but um i feel i'm so grateful and uh, i uh i just look forward to what's next you know i know uh we don't know everything and we have to have that faith that things will keep moving forward and as long as we keep the faith and don't give up and in our hopes and dreams, you know? Definitely. Well, I guess rolling into 2024, you know, Christmas season's coming upon us, then right away into the next year, all these projects in the wing for you, I guess, uh, I guess any final thing you'd like to leave out there for all the Diz Radio fans that uh, rolling into the next year, any words of wisdom or anything you'd like to leave out there with them or just uh, well wishes or whatnot? Yeah. Um, I'll try to say something here that means something to somebody. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, just, uh, like I said, don't, don't give up. Um, even, even when it's darkest and, 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 and feel like nobody understands and you're the only one that, that is feeling this way and you've kind of lost all hope there. It will, it will get better. And sometimes you have to seek help, um, um, through doctors or friends or family and, um, sometimes medical. You need, you need, you need something for your body to, to help you get through those times, uh, with medicine, Western medicine and everything. But, uh, I just say for anybody out there that, that feels alone, you're not even, you know, someone like myself who, appears to have a lot of wonderful, beautiful things and blessings. Um, I've had my challenges and trials, and to get to where I am today um, has taken a lot of a lot of prayer and faith and a lot of support around me and, and a lot of love when, even unconditional love, when I probably wasn't 
as lovable as I could have been or as I am today. So I, I think just that, like, just know that you're not alone in, uh, and, uh, and life is, is challenging, but all, you know, all these challenges are with purpose and, and there is something greater, believe it or not, whether we think these, these hardships are for our better uh, experience and where, where we go and, and what, what we become if we continue to push through, uh, sometimes right before the darkest moment, the light, the light is about to come. So hang in there and know that God loves you and that there are so many people around you that love you and don't, and don't, and reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. Sometimes we don't know who, who needs our help and, you know, and also as just a person, make sure you're, you're, uh, keeping good tabs on all your loved ones and let them know you love them every day and mean it. And, uh, other than that, have some fun, <laughs> have some, have some laughs, you know, eat some good food. <laughs> Definitely words of wisdom to live by. And of course, you know, like you said, just always reach out to everybody and even a text, a phone call or anything can always mean the world to somebody who you don't realize is feeling alone. So, you know, so many things on the horizon, always great to have you back, you know, all these years later, I mean, you know, we're celebrating 13 years, well, actually, in April of 2024, it'll be 14 years of Diz Radio, and you've been part of 12 or 12 or 13 of those years. So it's always a pleasure to have you back. And it's exciting to see all the things that you have on the horizon. And, uh, you know, wish you the best of luck through the Christmas season in 2024. Thank you, Jonathan. You're so so kind, and uh, and and right back at you, man. I appreciate you so much, and I'm glad we finally could reconnect. And um, I hope uh, everybody out there is is having a, a a great day and a great night and a good holiday season. And uh, I love y'all. So keep in touch, huh? So.
Here's a behind-the-scenes look at a special motion picture coming to your local theaters this holiday season. From Walt Disney Pictures. One magic Christmas. Santa Claus, how can one sleigh carry all the toys for all the kids every place? It's a magic sleigh. The making of One Magic Christmas is the reliving of a childhood memory of producer Peter O'Brien. I think one of my favorite Christmas memories is when I was about six years old in the country near where we are right now at a farmhouse very much like the one where this film is taking place. I saw Santa Claus, absolutely for certain for sure, come and fill up my stocking full of toys. And uh, I didn't see it completely because I had to, to uh, pretend I was asleep. Um, but I'll never forget it. It was definitely him. No question about it. One Magic Christmas stars Academy Award winner Mary Steenburgen and Harry Dean Stanton. It's a film that should have an uplifting effect on people and on audiences and enrich their lives in some way, I hope. Good night, Jimmy. Merry Christmas. It's a story filled with faith. Gotta go to North Pole, Gideon. To see Santa Claus. And fantasy. I'm an angel. A Christmas angel. You believe in magic? This holiday season, share the magic from Walt Disney Pictures. At theaters everywhere. One magic Christmas. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The dream that came through a million years, that lived on through all the tears. Hey, listen! Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. Hey, that's right. Uh, We are back. Not only is John John back, because yes, I still like to call him John John, but all of us here from the D team, we're all back. We're glad to have this radio back. It's been a, golly, it's been a really long time, and I'm still going with uh, with my own show, but everything has changed in the world, and in fact, even with my show, uh, I've dropped Neverland. We're just the Phantom Nexus over here, and I'm still the spider Pants. so come and check us out. But I wanted to share just a few things, because we're getting close to Christmas time, and, but, uh, but, Okay, I was gonna. Th- I was thinking about Christmas, but then I heard, uh, is this vanilla ice we have on the show? So I thought I-, I should share some history about the creation of Ice Ice Baby. I mean, oh my gosh, how did how did John John get vanilla ice on uh, this? W- w- wait, what? What? Oh, uh, oh, okay, uh, okay. Larry Bagby, Ice from uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh. Well, and you know, in that case, let's, I'm, I think I'm going to do that Christmas thing then. Uh, and we're going to focus on some Christmas. But I wanted to share just a little bit. I've got a uh, what, the official Walt Disney quote book for the 100 years of Walt Disney. And there's a few quotes that I like. And one of the quotes in here, it says, Christmas is bigger than all of us. 
That's something that Walt has quoted, or he wrote it, or he said it. And there's at least three reasons probably why he said something like that. Yeah, I've got three other quotes. It's on the same pages, and I keep these bookmarked in this book. It says, Deeds rather than words express my concept of the part religion should play in everyday life. I have watched constantly that in our movie work, the highest moral and spiritual standards are upheld, whether it deals with fable or with stories of living action. Another quote, I ask myself, live a good Christian life. Towards that objective, I bend every effort in shaping my personal, domestic, and professional activities and growth. And yet one more quote, I believe firmly in the effect. This is a rough word. Efficacy of religion and its powerful influence on a person's whole life. It helps immeasurably to meet the storm and stress of life and keep you attuned to divine inspiration. Without inspiration, we would perish. Those are some of the values that Walt held uh, with the company. And I would say over the last few years, the Walt Disney Company has pushed as far away from some of his values as possible. And some of what they're doing here these days, I just don't feel that it has the value, the, the same values. So my show has really veered away from Disney, but there's still a lot of great stuff in the venture stuff. And you know what? With our, our ongoing segments, I'm probably still going to talk some of those great Disney things, but also talk about some of the other stuff that we enjoy. And since uh, we're getting into the Christmas season, I, over the next few weeks, I want to share a little bit about movies that make me have kind of a Christmas feeling. And you know, not so much of diving into whether a movie is a Christmas movie or not. We're not going to discuss Die Hard, although my overall theory would be if somehow another Christmas affects the plot or triggers the plot, it becomes a Christmas movie. So Gremlins is a Christmas movie because Gizmo was a Christmas gift. So we might talk about that in the coming weeks. But what I wanted to do this first time around is just briefly touch on the Lord of the Rings tr movie trilogies. Uh, well, mainly that first one, I think, is what really launched it because it launched actually around about that time. And we're familiar with the big Christmas movie. In fact, as being, you know, vintage Disney fans, that used to be an exciting time, mainly in the 90s when we'd get you know that weekend around November, around Thanksgiving. We'd have the big Disney animated movie or other movies when we release over that weekend and going to see them was always like a Christmas tradition. I even remember after a Thanksgiving meal, having me and my extended family, we all went to go see Oliver and Company at a local theater. You know, so that's been a big deal. And so that having a movie that comes out around that weekend has always made something feel more Christmassy to me. And Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the ring i remember being super excited it came out in november around about this time and being super excited and it felt like a christmas event to me in fact even burger king having these goblets that, that would light up i i would sit them out with my christmas lights and i would turn on the goblets and everything when i was turning all my lights on i think i need to get some new batteries and turn them on again but there's something about those movies that always makes me, you know, just get that Christmas feeling just because that's when those movies came out for three years was around Christmas time and going with my, well, now wife. She wasn't my wife at the time, uh, but going with her to these movies, it just gives me a Christmas feeling. So I think about you know, different movies that give you that Christmas feeling, not necessarily because they're about Christmas, but maybe because they came out around about that time. So they always give you a fun Christmas memory. Think about those in the coming weeks. And don't forget to check us out. At the Fandom Nexus, I am the Spider-Pan. We're going on. We're having a lot of retro fun. And speaking of Lord of the Rings, I've got a Lord of the Rings episode coming up very soon where I actually had a Gen Zer watch the Lord of the Rings for the first time and get her thoughts on it as I tried to kind of educate her on some of the backstory of the fandom of this. So it was a lot of fun, and it's coming up very soon. NeverlandPodcast.com, and I'm going to have to buy a new domain at some point because we're not really the Neverland Podcast. But, yep, tune in to uh, the show and, of course, Stick with us here on Diz Radio. We'll have lots more fun in the coming weeks. 
Hey, D-heads, you're listening to the Diz Radio Show, taking you into a journey of pure imagination through your lifetime of memories. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of the dreams. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Hey there, D-Heads. I am back. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It is a fun romp, and it feels fantastic to be back once again. That is right. It feels good to be here at the Diz Radio Show. And of course, no better time than having that Christmas gift of the Diz Radio Show back for our annual Very Merry Christmas celebration. We have a lot of fun things going on next week and so many other good things lined up for the entire month of December as well as 2024. So get ready. So before we close out the show here this week, let you get on your merry way, bake those cookies, have that fun, go out caroling, go see Santa. No matter what you're doing, having that movie marathon, wrapping those presents, cutting down your tree, and the list could go on and on. I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, and of course the best, and of course the newest, the freshest, the completely redesigned, DizRadio.com. Definitely go to DizRadio.com. Find the latest shows there, our podcast archives, connect with us, and so much more right there at Diz Radio. You can also find us all over iTunes, TikTok, Instagram, uh, you name it, Snapchat. Just search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, and you will find everything you need right there. You can find us on Facebook, just... You'll find us. Just go out there and do it, or all these links are right there on DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. I'd also like to extend a very special thank you to the D-Team for coming back here, being part of our family here at Diz Radio, and bringing these great segments to all of you D-Heads out there. And our family is back together, not just for the holidays, but into 2024. So get ready for it. It is going to be fun. And thank all of you D-Heads, because without you, we wouldn't be back. We are here 13 years later. Diz Radio is still here. We're still making shows. We're still inviting guests. We're still having all kinds of fun. So thank you, the D-Heads. You are the ones that made that happen. You are the reason. Keep coming back. And like I said, it's a better than ever Christmas gift to do that right now. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, it is time to move on. It is time to have a holiday weekend for with me and my family. We're going to be making some sugar cookies this weekend, having some movie marathons, and probably go drive around and check out some Christmas lights. So we're going to have some fun here this weekend in the Johnson household. So I'm going to let it go here this week. And you know what? Never, ever, ever forget the true heart of Christmas. Until next week, all of you D-Heads, have a merry, merry I'm Christmas. Gonna make a wish this Christmas. I'm gonna say a little prayer. I'm gonna stop here for a moment before the moment disappears. The world's in a hurry this December. The city streets and shopping malls. I wish we could slow down and remember the meaning of it all. Wherever you are, no matter how far, come back to the heart, the heart of Christmas. Live while you can, cherish the moment, and the ones that you love, make sure they
Thank you for tuning into the Diz Radio Show. The thoughts and comments expressed are those of the show and do not reflect any company or guest heard on our program. Now go on and relive the magic, fun, excitement, and appreciation from your lifetime of memories. See you real soon.